Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Protecting your business and your family for over 45 years. Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one collar-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number two at Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer. Standing by Northwest Arkansas, I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. And now, Trey Biddy is brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai, Arkansas's number one Hyundai dealer, and Genesis of Conway, Arkansas's only Genesis dealer, Genesis of Conway, the future of luxury today. Now, here's Trey Biddy. Here's Trey. Trey, good afternoon. Hey, guys. Busy day right now on the Arkansas campus for the Arkansas football program, is it not? It is. There's some visitors in town. (laughs) Percy Lewis is the only one who's wrapped up his visit. Most of the guys, um, I guess they're arriving today or um, or leaving tomorrow, but he's the only one who's who's wrapped up his visit and had a a really good time. 6'8", 345 pounds, started... um, I guess what the majority of games last year for Mississippi State, and uh, I believe he's a four-star transfer um, on the transfer portal rankings. So um, actually, he's a 89, so he's a shade below four-star status. But um, yeah, I mean, he's let's see, I believe he canceled his Auburn visit and uh, Ooh, is going good? to Ole Miss next. Oh, too bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, according to Danny, that that might even uh, be canceled. Just, Could be. Yeah. In fact, if you played uh, at Mississippi State, how can you visit Ole Miss? Gee, many, huh? I mean, it happens. It certainly I happens. I know. Uh, I mean, there's players that go from Auburn to Alabama and and all yes. that kind of stuff too. Vice versa. So, yeah. you know, it, it it just it's it's important to to get guys on campus, you know, as quick as you can. A lot of these guys, you know, don't have visits scheduled, but you know it. It kind of cuts way both ways. Isaiah Rikes was supposed to visit today, and uh, yeah, he's he's not going to visit. He visited uh, he visited Auburn and canceled his Arkansas visit. So it cuts both ways. It's important to get them in in town, uh, but it's a nice looking group, man. I mean, this is this if they could they could. I've got them at like six available right now based on Sam Pittman's numbers. So you know, Jaquindon Jackson. Uh, out of out of uh, Duncanville, Texas, originally. Now, DeQuindon was actually a high school quarterback coming out of high school. Um, he was the number 46 overall prospect in the country. Six two two twenty eight. He's a running back now, but this is a guy that um, you know. I mean, he he put up some pretty impressive numbers. Um, you know, at running back, especially a year before last, he averaged like 6.8 yards a carry. Last year, it was it was down to 4.9, uh, 161 carries for 797 yards, four touchdowns. Uh, that's a guy that obviously they would really like to get. Um, I'm not even going to try to pronounce his name yet until I talk to him, but it's J-U-N-C-A-J, Anton J-U-N-C-A-J. Uh, and, you know, as we know, he had 15 sacks last year uh, from Albany, FCS All-American. A guy that's raked in a lot of offers, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, Houston, Texas, A&M, Kansas, Indiana, the Arizona schools, a lot of offers uh, for him, 6'3", 273 pounds. And, um, you know, he's another guy that Arkansas would, would obviously really love to uh, uh, to get. And he's uh, he probably should have arrived by now, uh, but he, he was scheduled to start today. Uh, we talked about Percy Lewis, uh, Mike Mazuka. Out of uh, Maryland, excuse me, out of uh, Florida, excuse me, uh, and was at Baylor before that. Another guy that's uh, you know played a lot of football, 
Um, started at Baylor, started at Florida, started 11 games for Florida last year, 6-5-3-25. He'll leave on Friday. And right now we don't know of any other visits that he has scheduled. He is a four-star transfer, uh, the number 11 interior offensive lineman in the transfer portal. Uh, Miguel Mitchell is also from Florida and is visiting, 6-1, 215-pounder, started eight games for Florida last year. Um, so he's uh, he's another guy at safety that uh, that they would like to bring in. I mean, six one two fifteen. You could probably do a lot of different things with him. Maybe even nickel or you know play in certain passing downs. You know, moving down a level. But this was a guy that wasn't you know despite having in high school like. Um, you know, Florida and LSU, Oregon, Tennessee, USC, West Virginia, some others, wasn't super highly ranked as a recruit. In fact, he was like number 932 overall, number 65 athlete. So he's a guy, and that's, you know, what you see sometimes, um, you know, guys that kind of outlive their their ranking that, that Arkansas has gone after. Uh, we talked about Rakes, who's not going to make the visit, obviously. Um, South Alabama rising senior uh, Marquise Robinson. He's listed at 6'1", 184. I hear people say he's like, more like 6'3", which is pretty rare to hear somebody you know, that's actually taller than what he's listed at. Uh, but he had 35 tackles, three interceptions last year. And um, Right now, he doesn't have any other visits scheduled that we know of. He wraps up his visit on Friday. Um, his transfer offers include Oklahoma State, Kentucky, Mississippi State, Liberty, Houston, and some others. Marquise Robinson is another guy, 6'2", 185, out of Summit, Mississippi. Um, he's at South Alabama. Um, excuse me, that's who I just said. Sorry. Going down the list here. Uh, B.J. Mays, he's the last guy. So B.J. Mays is 6'1", 185. Um, out of Houston, Texas, and he was at UAB last year. He played at Incarnate Word uh, his first year. He was the number 1,894-ranked prospect in the nation in the class of 2021. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, but he had 41 tackles and an interception last season. He's yet to be re-ranked uh, as a transfer, but uh, he um, was set to arrive today. So his stock has shot up also. He's got offers from since he's entered the transfer portal. He just entered January 2nd, uh, but he's got Auburn, Houston, Illinois, Kentucky, TCU, Texas A&M, Wisconsin, Arkansas, uh, and a few others also. So he's, uh, you know, he's just very new to the transfer portal. So good-looking group on campus. Trey, you were talking about Jackson, the running back from Utah, a moment ago. Mm-hmm. I guess you may have noticed Judkins from Ole Winchon Miss. Judkins, yeah. Yeah, jumped into Winchon the transfer. Winchon Judkins will make a half million dollars in the transfer portal. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know he had jumped in. Goodness. So you're he saying he's too pricey for Arkansas? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm not saying that. Um but, I mean, that's probably kind of like Rocket Sanders type money, you know. Um, uh, you, uh, first team all see running back, you know, would warrant probably about that kind of money. So it would, it would cost a lot, I would assume, uh, to bring him in. And, uh, no, I'm not saying it's it wouldn't happen, but, you know, I think if you can get uh, Jackson, I think maybe you just you, know, you you feel good about where you are. I mean, he's he's a good-looking running back who's been productive, was a super highly ranked recruit also. Um, so, you know, he started his career off at Texas actually as a, you know, went there as a dual-threat quarterback slash running back and, you know, kind of has transitioned to full-time running back, which is probably a better spot for him. But, yeah, Judkins, you know, Judkins falls under that little loophole of, you know, when you played your bowl game. So that's why he's still mm. under the transfer portal mm. we talked about yesterday. Uh, let's talk with Daniel. Daniel, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? Good afternoon, Trey, Randy. Hey. Uh, y'all's talking about uh, the Judkins guy. Uh, I was at uh, Nick's Barbecue and Catfish in Carlisle, and uh, I, there were some truck drivers in there that drove for Tyson, and they was talking about Judkins talking about uh, – Oh, the big wigs at Tyson was trying to get together a big NIL deal for the guy. And I was just curious if you heard anything on that. And I'll hang up and listen. Thank you. Wow. Sorry, he kind of cut out on me. I didn't no, I'm talking about... Uh, that, would be a, that would be a major surprise if the big wigs at Tyson were going to get together and pay for Judkins. That would be a surprise. But it's all possible, I guess, huh? Anything's really, possible in this yeah, day. But, 
But that's that's <laughs> talking to truck drivers at a catfish place in Carlisle, Arkansas. Nicks. Nicks, by the way. Sounds legit. Sounds legit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Since we're talking legit, is there any legitimacy? Because I've been asked this even today multiple times. Is Malik Hornsby a possibility of returning to Arkansas as a wide receiver? If I were Hornsby, when I entered the portal, I would have put out a note that says, I'm entering as a wide receiver. That's what I would have done. But I don't know. I mean, maybe. He certainly, I always thought he should play wide receiver. Oh, he's um, fast, yeah. He's super fast, but I don't know. It, it seems far-fetched, but um, so did Bobby Petrino returning to Arkansas. <laughs> Is that going to be our new benchmark? When That's we, the benchmark. Yeah, when we're saying anything's possible now, it, including Bobby Petrino returning to Arkansas. So That's exactly right. Okay, okay. <laughs> Let's talk with Ed. Ed, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey. I do. I'm still confused on this NIL money. Uh, okay. I'm an old guy, and when I went to school, the players all got uh, room and board and books and uh, $26 a month laundry money, so... You can tell how long ago that's been. But when these guys go to a school, say like the uh, quarterback for Texas that uh, graduated high school, went to Ohio State, I think. And they yes. Oh, I felt like that was going to be a good one. Yeah, I did too. I didn't do anything. No, I, we've I, been doing well with the phones lately. I, so. was, just, I was just paying, paying uh, minding my own business. Mm-hmm. Um, Dre, this, uh, we kind of, He's talked about it yesterday, but this is from the Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. Trey, your thoughts on the center from Alabama. Will he visit Arkansas? Is there any interest by Arkansas? I mean, to me, if, if I'm Arkansas, I've got two guys on campus right now. I mean, they're, they've got seven visitors on campus, right? So, I mean... Two are offensive linemen. Two are offensive linemen. I think they would take both of those guys if they could get them. Mazuka and uh, and and Percy. Well, he's Percy's, Percy I Lewis. Guess, Percy Lewis is on a flight right now, I guess. But um, I think you take those two and probably call it a day. I have not heard anything about interest with the Alabama offensive linemen. Um, and we'll see how the rest of this visit weekend shakes out. But you're talking about, I mean, to me, I've got him at two available visits. And Jamarian Burnett's going to use one, and so that puts him down to one. Pittman has him at one more visit, so I'm sure he's probably right. So maybe they have two more after Jamarian Burnett. Um, but to me, you're not bringing guys in unless you feel really, really good about your chances at, at, at getting them because, you know, anybody else has to pay their own dime. It was lucky, you know, Jordan Anthony isn't going to take an official visit. You know, he's just coming on. So they didn't have to burn yeah. one for him. So, uh, if they, but yeah, they're If they they're got the tight. Alabama center, would it be best if they had a short quarterback? <laughs> it would. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, toddlers have not reached eligibility yet. Um, okay. Dre has a – this is probably a bizarre question to a degree, but – do you think there's been a pay scale that has been established for each position? In a way, yeah. Uh, you know, I think that if you're a defensive end, you know, uh, uh, like a really good all-SEC caliber defensive end is better than most guys that he lines up against, and a left tackle, you know, I think as far as position players, those are a couple of groups that get paid quite a bit. Um, a big-time running back is going to get paid. Quarterback is going to get paid the most, obviously, as you'd expect. Um, you know, maybe maybe a great cornerback. And, you know, sometimes it's just different depending on how great you are. If you're a, I mean, if you're a can't-miss first-round type of cornerback, then, you know, you're probably going to warrant a quite, a, quite a bit of money. Uh, but, yeah, I feel like those areas um, generate a little bit more. And, you know, people have different value to different to other people. Um, you know, somebody may view um, a linebacker as a guy that's worth 300000 Another guy may view him as somebody that's worth 150000 You know, and you got to pick the battles that you fight with those players because it's, it's not just a bottomless pit, as I've said. 
so I think it just it varies, you know, school to school. But I mean, yeah, it's it seems like for I can't miss type of quarterback. It's a million plus um, for a superstar stud running back, maybe half a million. You know, for a a great defensive end, maybe and a left tackle, maybe three hundred k. I have heard two fifty is kind of the going price now for that stud offensive lineman. Maybe not necessarily the left tackles. The reason why I was saying is there has there been a scale kind of established? I mean, you're you're basically going to get a little bit more. Yeah, no, you're not far off at all, Randy. You're not far off at all. You know, and you're probably talking, you know, some guys who are starting caliber guys that are good, solid players for you, maybe a hundred. And it's a pretty wide range. And if you're, you know, just an average backup guy, very, very little, very, very little, compared, you know, more than you were getting before, more than you got before. But compared to some of the others, you know, it's the guys that are really good get a lot, and the guys that are, you know, average don't get a lot. Kind of mind-boggling when you think about it. your offensive line. You could tie up over a million dollars. Yeah, wow. On the offensive Absolutely. line, when you think of it that way. Well, that's just starters, Randy. Yeah. What about getting, what about getting recruits? Yeah, in? yeah. That's a long you way to get from recruits Texas in, and then, and then you got to talk about guy. your recruits the next year. You know, are yeah, you paying them the same? You paid Texas. them to get them there. Now you got to pay them to keep them, and they're not ready yet. <laughs> you know, so it's it's a tough situation. It's a tough. It's and, and and there's not a handbook yet, you know. So mm-hmm. everybody's got their own way of doing things. Some some coaches just paying everybody the same amount. Some coaches are, you know, maybe paying walk-on scholarship type money. So uh, you know, to you know, extend their number of 85. You know, I've heard talk of, of coaches around the country doing that kind of stuff. Um, so there's the whole thing is. I mean, let's don't let's don't get past the concept that this whole thing is ridiculous the way it's structured with yeah. I mean we're just paying players we're, we're literally sitting here talking about how much you know Arkansas is going to pay players and it's all done through you know there's some NIL money out there but most of it's done through the NIL collective and it's just a way to you know entice players to come to your school <laughs> I mean that's not like you know when an, a professional athlete gets paid to do a commercial, nobody's saying, um, you know, Tom Brady, we wanted you to do these Hertz commercials, but we also want you to come back and play for New England. Hmm. You know, they're just saying we want you to do Hertz commercials. Just totally different. Has it been only two years since we were stunned that Texas was giving fifty thousand yeah, dollars per yeah. lineman? Yeah, that, that didn't been, that just just think where we've gone in two years. Oh yeah. Yeah. Now, every offensive lineman, you know, at Arkansas, you know, there's starters are going to make a lot of money, but every offensive lineman isn't getting paid 50000 They used to just get Wright's Barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and... You That's know, a lot of beef. And they thought it was great at the time. A lot yeah. of beef. Those places yeah. do a lot of, you know... Sassy's up here, I know, has done a lot. There's a lot of, you know, businesses that have done... You know, small deals where, hey, you get some free barbecue and, you know, I don't know, probably a couple thousand dollars or something like that to, you know, appear in commercials and ads and stuff. But now everything just kind of just seems more and more that stuff gets filtered through the collective. And there's other small collectives. I think Jordan has created the Big Pig Collective also. Um, I'm not sure on all the details of that. Jordan, who owns rights, barbecue, but... um, you know, there's other small. The fourth and twenty-five fund is another one that was out there. I'm not sure if that's still operating or not. But there's a few, you know, small deals like that, and a lot of them are more charity based. Wow. Uh, let's see. From our Gangster Museum of America live fan feedback, Hog Call says, uh, "Notice Peter Burns of the SEC Network picked Arkansas fifth in the conference next year. Ask Trey, will Arkansas be that bad? Sounds very bad. Well, it's possible, yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's not like we hadn't seen it. We hadn't seen 15th. We've seen 11th, 12th, 13th, you know, 14th. I guess we've seen that recently, too. Yeah. So I, I, I think that they'll 
I think that they'll be better. Uh, I think they're making a lot of needed changes, but it's hard for me to say that. Yeah, they're going to, you know, they're going to come out and win eight games or something like that. I mean, that's it's hard to say that, but. I mean, it, the landscape is so different. You just don't know what teams have anymore, you know. And I've I said last year that Arkansas had the most talented roster that they had had in years and years and years. And it's true that they did. It's true that last year's roster was one of the most talented that they've had, the most talented that they've had in years. When you talk about across the board, depth, all of those things, the problem is Everybody else's roster is that also because they're able to shore things up through the transfer portal. Arkansas doesn't have exclusive access to it. So it's just real hard because you look out there and you're like, man, this Arkansas team played an Arkansas team from you know five, six years ago. They whip up on them pretty good. But, <laughs> I mean, you know, I shouldn't say that just head-to-head. Maybe just played the same schedule. You know, like you replaced an Arkansas team with that schedule just because – you know, the depth and stuff. Like, defensive line last year, did Arkansas ever, like, they got banged up on the defensive line. Did they ever have issues, numbers-wise, on the defensive line? I mean, is there a spot where, aside from tight end, where they were kind of snake bit, is there a spot where they were just um, really, you know, devastated by numbers aside from the offensive line? I mean, that's the area that they misjudged and didn't really add enough players to the portal. Everywhere else, they added players. So, Drake, hypothetically, do you believe that the reason why Hudson Clark, Rose, I could go on down the line of those that uh, we've yet to hear from, do you think they're waiting to see the additions they make through the transfer portal and then see what dollars are left over? I'll just preface it by saying I don't know that, but it could be that they're in wait-and-see, limbo-type mode. I don't know. I don't know why you wouldn't keep Hudson Clark or Keevy Rose. <laughs> I mean, well, I'm just saying. I mean, maybe the, they could be evaluating their position. Yeah, sure. they may be yeah. looking at what dollars are left over once it's all said and done. Thanks, Drake. NFL legend Dan Hampton joins Morning Mayhem each week for a little football talk courtesy of Metro Towing and Recovery and Central Termite and Pest Control. Ring in the new year as live racing continues at Oaklawn. First post daily at 12.30 p.m., I'm Nancy Holthus, and I can't think of a better way to celebrate 2024 than the Oaklawn way. You can now wager at bet.oaklawn.com. Don't miss out on the giant birthday bash. Help us celebrate all thoroughbreds on January 1st, as we wish them a happy birthday. Also on New Year's Day, three-year-olds take their first steps toward the Kentucky Derby in the Smarty Jones. Want free pass performances and earn points for cash back for every dollar wagered? You got it with bet.oaklawn.com. New members can earn up to a $150 sign-up bonus by using promo code BUZZ24. iPhone and iPad users search for our app and download from the App Store. Android users go to bet.oaklawn.com and save us to your home screen. I'll see you in the winner's circle. It's Justin Acre for Serta Pro Painters, and I get so excited when I get a chance to call my friends at Serta Pro and tell them I've got a new project for them. Serta Pro can help take your idea for a project and make it even better. The good thing is you know you can get on the schedule and get that project started quickly, but it is starting to fill up fast, so you need to get on the schedule ASAP with my friends at Serta Pro. Each Serta Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated. These folks live in your community and want to help you get the best paint job possible. Schedule your free estimate at Serta Pro.com. That's Serta with a C. Tune in every Monday night at 7 during basketball season for the Eric Musselman Show. Coach will break down gameplay and strategy. Brought to you by Genesis of Conway, Arkansas's only Genesis dealership. The all-new Genesis of Conway, now open at 1075 Collier Drive. Hey folks, this is Trey Johnson with HJ Trailer Sales in Hot Springs, and we have a big New Year's sale going on. All current inventory has been marked down like a 23 Delta 32-foot 24K trailer down over $3,000. A good guy's 35 plus 5 20K trailer marked down over $3,000 under MSRP. All these trailers come with a one-year factory warranty. We have financing for everyone, whether you have good credit or bad credit. Come see why so many people are choosing to buy from HJ Trailer Sales. Check us out at Facebook or at hjtrailersales.com. After I drop the kids off, I have to run across town for a meeting, hit the gym during lunch, Jake has soccer tonight, and Emily has... 
gymnastics? Oh, did I turn on the Crock-Pot this morning? <laughs> With a never-ending to-do list, it's easy to forget something important like setting up a life insurance plan with Shelter Insurance. Your local shelter agent can show you how to create a safety net for your family. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. See shelter agent Dan Cook in North Little Rock, Becky Bradley in Sherwood, or Angie Collins in Heber Springs today. The 34th Annual Reliance Bank Arkansas Big Buck Classic presented by Oaklawn is giving you a chance to win some exciting door prizes. Next week, listen for the Big Buck Sounder for your cue to call in and qualify to win a Hunter's Refuge Browning A-Bolt Rifle, a $1,000 gift certificate from Hunter's Refuge, or an Arkansas Game and Fish Lifetime Hunting License. The Arkansas Big Buck Classic, January 26th through the 28th at the State Fairgrounds. Brought to you by Bradford Marine and ATV, Tracker Off-Road, Hunter's Refuge, Remington, Taka Hunting Gear, and Outlaw Beer. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family-packed catfish dinners. Often imitated, but never duplicated. This is Drive Time Sports with Randy Rainwater of the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. In a moment, we'll be joined by Chris Turnage, our NFL agent and guru. I want to talk to you about the Riverfront Steakhouse. I was thinking, Phil Collins. You know, tonight's the night? Yeah. Tonight's the night. Open tonight, tomorrow night, and Saturday night. And... I got to tell you, the all-world special. Talked about 2024, bringing it back. Frank brought it back for 2024, the dinner for two, for $60. Folks, it don't get no better than that. I mean, tonight is the night. If you want to enjoy a feast, go to the Riverfront Steakhouse. You'll start with the Riverfront Salad Bar for two. And this is the best salad bar in North America. Because it is the largest salad bar in North America. Over 30 items, including baby shrimp, iceberg, and romaine lettuce, spinach, pastas. That baby shrimp is outstanding. Then you get the big dog. You get the filet, the 10-ounce filet. Plus, count them, four, four of the famous Frank Fletcher fried shrimp. Then two side items. And I'm getting this from an authority coming from my wife. That's the authority. That the hibachi fried rice with chicken is the best. And I still contend you get a filet, you got to get a baked potato. But the neat part about it, you can share. Okay, half of the baked potato to the wife, half of the baked potato to me. And then half of the hibachi rice to carry, half the hibachi rice to me. But there's other options of the sides that you can share. How much? All that for just. $60. Dinner for two for 60 bucks. That is the Riverfront Steakhouse Special. You can't get it anywhere else. Talking about value, that steak alone could be worth $75 to $95. That's value, folks. Value. So, ask, get your reservation right now. 371-9000-501-371-9000. Ask for William or Shapur. And they will take care of you like family. Riverfront Steakhouse, Wyndham Hotel in North Little Rock. And there he is. He is now the man. The man on the app. Better known as Chris Turnage, our NFL agent and guru. What's up, Chris? Hopefully uh, hopefully my voice sounds so much better Ooh, and uh, yeah. makes it the, the, the tone of the night. Oh, my Great. goodness. It is How about that? so velvet. I mean, it is. It is. Uh, really we got to move you up now to the NFL Network or something like that. All right, there that. we go. There we go. So, Chris, after that absolutely fabulous strategy to stop the two point play, are the Dallas Cowboys back in the Super Bowl? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I tell you, uh, as it stands right now, Randy, they would host the Packers uh, for the first game of the playoffs Ooh. as it stands this moment. So, Ooh. that would be kind of interesting. Um, for uh, for Randy and many of the listeners, but 
Uh, they they still have a good chance. Look, the Eagles are obviously faltering. Eagles are not playing their best. What's um, happened San to them? Yeah, what has happened to Philadelphia? That is a that is a perplexing question. Um, a lot of people are asking. Jalen Hurts is not playing good. Um, that O line is one of the best O lines in football, uh, but they don't seem to be getting some of the same types. But you just see, it seems like Jalen Hurts is a bit off on some of his passes. Um, I, I don't know. They look like a completely different team from you know week three to now. And, and and unfortunately, in the wrong direction for Eagles fans. So that is a, that is a question. San Francisco still looks really, really good. Hold on. Do you, do you think maybe Hertz has had his tush push too often? <laughs> maybe, maybe the uh, the brotherly shove has uh, gotten to him. Who knows? Oh. I guess the does it does it go from week to week, Chris? It seems like. One week, the mantle was placed upon the shoulders as being Philadelphia was the best team in the National Football League. Then it became the San Francisco 49ers. Lately, it's all Baltimore. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, again, I think you're going to have some really, really... I wouldn't say it's, you know, easy to pick whichever teams are coming out of AFC and NFC for sure. Baltimore is really good. I think they're going to have a tough road um, in the AFC. I don't think you can count out Kansas City, even though they haven't been playing great. They know how to get it done. Um, I mean, Jacksonville has shown they can score with anybody when they're right. You've also got, um, I mean, if Buffalo sneaks in, I would not want to play Buffalo in the first round um, whatsoever. So, I think it's still going to be a tough road. I wouldn't conclusively say that, but I do think, I mean, Baltimore looks the best right now, um, but I would not uh, conclusively give it. But a lot of people think they're on a path to what they had several years ago when it was Harbaugh versus Harbaugh with San Francisco versus Baltimore mm. um, when the lights went out that Super Bowl, if you remember, and a lot of people think yeah. it's going to be uh, a rematch of that. So so we shall see. Do you think Jim Harbaugh will be back in the NFL that quick? Hmm. <laughs> uh, not not necessarily for the Super Bowl, but I do think there's a good chance he's back in the NFL. Um, there's a there's a lot of rumblings about that that you know that's where he desires, but he wants a lot of control, um, somewhat similar to Belichick has in, in New England. And some owners might be willing to say, "Hey, fine, we'll give it to you if you just come win." Um, some owners are going to say, "No, I've got to I've got to still kind of have my my hand in the cookie jar." Well, as awful as the Chargers have been as far as getting very far in the playoffs or anything else, don't you think they'd be ready to say whatever you need, it's okay? I think they probably would. Um, and, and keep in mind, they fired their GM as well, and so it could be a scenario where the coach, whether it's Belichick, gets traded to the Chargers, or whether it's Harbaugh, the, you know, kind of has a lot of say in who he wants to work with um, as a GM. And that model worked very well in San Francisco when Kyle Shanahan said, hey, I really want John Lynch as my GM. And I uh, was able to get that done. So, yeah, I think I think the Chargers, you've got a young, great quarterback in Herbert. They might be willing to say, Spanos is, you know, might say, hey, let's do it. We'll give you whatever you need. You can have total control, and, and you can help pick the GM, and let's go if win. You were, if you were him and you had your choice, would you rather have Belichick or Harbaugh? Hmm. It's a great question. Um, that's a really great question. Um, obviously, Belichick has six Super Bowls. Um the the pundits against Belichick say how many of those are without Brady, um, and then you know Harbaugh has won everywhere he's been, um, starting with University of San Diego to Stanford to the 49ers now to Michigan. Um, he's won and he won big. Um, can he can he do it again? And I think you know what that would boil down to me for Rick is okay. How much exactly control do you want? We know Belichick wants everything. I mean Belichick right now has total control over the draft, personnel decisions, everything. Um, he's involved in the contract negotiations of every player. Um, Harbaugh may not care about that part, so if that's a if that's a sticking point, maybe say, "Hey, we go with Harbaugh," and and then that way we still control some of the the contracts. But that's a, that's a great question. Would be interesting because I, I would think Belichick would burn to win somewhere else to prove that it wasn't just Brady and 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 not want to go out like he is now, if it's possible. And look at you know even Lombardi coached. Washington after he coached Green Bay, so it's not like you have to just coach one team, right? Right, right. But nobody remembers Lombardi at Washington. <laughs> nobody, nobody <laughs> no, thinks they about. don't. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Got to win, baby. Got to win. Let's talk to uh, Navy Mike. Mike, good afternoon. You got a comment, uh, question for Chris? Hello, Randy, Rick, and uh, Mr. Terrence. Yeah, I do. Uh, 
You know, Chris, uh, my Panthers obviously are in the market for a, a head coach. And, you know, uh, to me, Harbaugh, uh, to me, would be the best fit because, you know, you can't just bring an up-and-coming guy in there and try to fix that mess they've got going on. And we, we already tried that, you know, um, before. So, I, you know, our owner is a, is a newer owner. I think he's still getting his feet wet in the NFL of how things actually work. So maybe he'll, he'll go after and give Harbaugh what he wants. To, to get that thing going because they mortgage their future on, on Bryce Young for the next few years. Right? There's not really a whole lot to work with there, but I think Bryce Young could be a good quarterback. He got, the right guy came in and put, put a little bit of, you know around him because uh, he really has nobody around him. That team has just been you know uh, bottom bottom league in the roster as far as the roster is concerned. So I just want to get your comments on the Panthers situation and if Harbaugh could come in there and work some magic. Thank you, Mike. You know, Mike, I, I think Harbaugh is on the wish list for a lot of teams. I don't see him going to Carolina. I don't think Harbaugh would like to mess with Tepper. Um, David Tepper is, even though he's a newer owner, as you mentioned, he is very, very hands-on, very involved. He's in the facility um, a lot, and that's not the case with every owner. And so I don't see Harbaugh going there because I don't, I don't think – it would work between him and Tepper, or I don't think Harbaugh would think it would work based on what I know. Um, I do think you're going to see the you know Panthers target Ben Johnson, offensive coordinator for the Lions. They tried to get him last year. He turned down the interview last year because he said it, he had some family considerations um, to stay in Detroit. Uh, but I think you're going to see them. I think David Tepper, from what I've heard, absolutely wants an offensive mind um, to be able to help nurture Bryce Young, to help groom that offense to exactly what you're saying, to put some people around and, and maybe make it a potent offense. So I don't see Harbaugh going there, um, but I would look more towards, um, you know, somebody like um, Ben Johnson, something like that, an offense, a rising up-and-comer offensive coordinator, maybe an Eric Bieniemy who's at Washington right now. Um, but I, I don't think Harbaugh is going to be there. Chris, speaking of uh, something that, uh, Rick mentioned a moment ago, Belichick to San Diego, no, Los Angeles, Los the Angeles. Chargers. I still do that, too. I know, I, I know, I, my bad. Uh, is there any, I mean, I guess everyone is basically saying the sad song that Belichick, though, is done. Kraft is going to fire him. Do you, do you really believe once it's all said and done, forget the speculation, forget anything else, do you believe that Kraft is really going to fire Bill Belichick? I don't. No, I, I think if they determine to have a separation, I think number one, it's going to be mutual. But I think number two, they're going to do a trade of some sort because I think Kraft has so much respect for Belichick and what he did uh, to bring the Patriots out of their slump, um, win six Super Bowls. I, I, don't, I do not think you'll see him just fired. I think it'll be a scenario where they come out and they, they trade him if it happens. Now, I talked with a guy yesterday from the NFL Network. We were talking about the Pro Bowl, and he said – I don't think he said. I'm not sure that it's even going to happen. I'm not buying all this fire. I, I could see Belichick staying there, letting him go get his quarterback of his choice, um, and making another run. Think about this, guys. You know he didn't trade up to get Mac Jones. They just sat where they were. I think at 23, 24, wherever they were, and Mac Jones fell to them or 19, wherever it was. He didn't go trade up, mortgage the future to go get that. That wasn't like, hey, this is our quarterback of the future. Um, he just sat where he was and got him. This year they would have a chance to potentially, they're probably going to be drafting number four overall or so, but they'd have a chance to move up, and if they like Caleb Williams, if they like Drake May, to go get their guy that says, this is my guy for the future, let it, let me build around him one more time. Um, so there, there's some speculation that that could happen. But to answer your question uh, directly, Randy, I do not think he's going to get fired. Hmm. Interesting. All right, hang on, Chris. We've got one more segment with our NFL agent and guru, Chris Turnage, Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. Drive Time Sports will continue in just one moment. Grovey gets in the zone each week courtesy of Bell & Sword, 1011 Oak Street in Conway. From boots to suits, they have everything for the best-dressed man, Bell & Sword. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. A Facebook page titled Central Minnesota Moose on the Loose grabbed attention from far and wide, and not just for the rhyming title. Although if a certain Searcy school had its way, it would probably read Mooses on the Looses. 
but I digress. This enormous mammal was about 500 miles away from his natural habitat as he seemed to be working his way back north. The young moose has brought a lot of joy and happiness to Minnesotans and others hungry for a happy story. Good luck, Rut. Here's hoping you make it back home. And Doublebees will help you make it back home because you can pay at the pump with your Exxon or Phillips 66 mobile apps. Sign up and pay with your Exxon credit card and you'll save 10 cents a gallon. Doublebees. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Doublebees. What's better than getting something for free? Winning. And with the five-buck bundle from the Arkansas Scholarship Lottery, you get the chance to do both. For five bucks, you get three tickets. A Powerball ticket with Power Play, a Mega Millions ticket, and a free Natural State Jackpot ticket. That's three ways to win. So ask for the five-buck bundle today. Bundle is eligible with Quick Fix only. Offer ends February 29th. Call 1-800-522-4700 for problem gambling helpline. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lions Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at Lions Drug. Guys, it's a new year. Welcome to 2024, man. Low T Center can make it a great one for you. If you've been feeling tired and grumpy, maybe you've noticed a lack of motivation and drive, a little weight gain here and there, a little loss of muscle mass, these could all be signs of low testosterone levels, fellas. At Low T Center, they make it easy. All you've got to do is commit. You can get your levels checked. It's simple. It's a simple blood test with their on-site lab. You'll get results back in 25 minutes. Low T Center is not your typical doctor's office, so no worries, fellas. It's concierge medicine for all of us men. They're physicians. They specialize in treating low testosterone, and they've been exclusively treating men for years with most health insurance accepted. And they have affordable and convenient treatment options, including physician-monitored self-inject treatments that ship directly to your home each month. So there's no need to drive to the center on a weekly basis. Right now, at Low T Center, it's only 25 bucks to get your T levels tested. Make your health and quality of life a priority and make it a great year in 2024. Go to LowTCenter.com to book your appointment online today. That's LowTCenter.com. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. In a moment, we'll be rejoined by Chris Turniger, NFL agent and guru. First Security Bank is only in Arkansas. When I say only in Arkansas, they don't have any out-of-state interest. Nothing beyond our United States borders. Everything, everything is focused on you as an Arkansan. And for those of us in Arkansas who love all the different banking options they have to offer, but it's all about Arkansas. So if you're looking for that personal touch, if you're looking for that branch manager or that loan officer, whatever it may be, that teller that you get to know on the first-name basis that you feel comfortable doing business with, that's why you need to check out First Security Bank. They have the full range of services, whether it's investments or checking, savings, whatever it may be, online banking, mobile banking, all that stuff. But what they give is they give back to you as an Arkansan with that personal touch. So check them out for yourself. That is First Security Bank with over 75 banking centers and over 98 ATMs across our great state. They are right there at your fingertip. That is First Security Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender, only in Arkansas. That's First Security Security Bank. 
Jordan again by our NFL agent and guru, Chris Turnage. Oh, by the way, if you'd like to sponsor Chris, get a hold of our marketing department. He is always full of wisdom and inside information. Yes, he is. We love having him on. Well, thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. <clears throat> I'm waiting on you, Rick. It's oh, oh, well, I'm not sure I had another question. You know, I, I think the Baltimore Ravens are better than Chris does, and so I, don't that <laughs> I think they're good. Well. No, no, I think they're very good. I just, I'm not ready to crown them just yet. Yeah. Well, the AFC is probably, don't you think it's going to be tougher to go through than the NFC is? And you may have said that earlier in the program. I do. Yep, I do. Yeah, yeah. So what happens if San Francisco and Dallas do play? Do you think Dallas would even have any chance against them? I do think it'll be a much better game than it was previously. Um, but, yeah, San Francisco is really, really tough. I, I, I'll say this, too. I think, you know, alluding to that point, Rick, about AFC being tougher, and sorry, Randy, don't hang up on me now, but I think like <laughs> teams like Green Bay and some of those teams yeah. in the NFC that are going to sneak in, like yeah. Tampa Bay, I, I, I just don't think those guys really present a true chance to run. No, the, no, I agree. I agree. Um, whereas I think, again, the AFC, you could have the Buffalo Bills as yeah. the eighth seed who legitimately, when they're playing right, they could make a run, you know? So I do think the AFC is tougher in regard to, primarily to some of those those smaller teams. Do they have, Does Buffalo have to win to get in the playoffs? I believe that's the case, yeah. I think they win. So they've got to uh, beat Miami. In. And, of course, Miami is... One week they look like they can't lose. The next week they look like they can't win. What, yeah, what does it do yeah. with them? That's another, that's another team. I mean, they could beat, theoretically, anybody maybe. But you're right. I mean, they looked horrible against the, the, the Baltimore Ravens. And uh, they, the Ravens just dismantled them. And I think that was more from the, the toughness and running game and physicality you know, that, that Miami maybe doesn't have right now. All right, Chris, put this in perspective. Uh, I don't know. Belichick did it, obviously. There are probably others. Tom Landry, maybe. Uh, But not to begin their career in every year that he has been a head coach. They have never been below 500. And I'm talking about Mike Tomlin. Put that in perspective. How remarkable. Isn't it like 18 years consecutively as a head coach? He has never had a losing record. Correct. He's had a, he's had a tie record, but you're right. He's never had a losing record in that time, and that is absolutely remarkable. I think even more remarkable than that is you look back now and look at how he's handled Antonio Brown. You didn't hear about Antonio Brown being crazy like that when yeah, he was with Pittsburgh. Right. Um, you know, Le'Veon Bell. You didn't hear Le'Veon Bell being like that when he was there. Martavis Bryant. Um, I mean, you look at how he's been able to handle these big personalities and still, as you mentioned, maintain a 500 record or better. It is absolutely astounding. Um, I've actually heard rumblings at some point. Maybe there's going to be a, a breakup with Tomlin and the Steelers just because they're kind of tired of being, even though he he's you know doesn't have a losing record, they're kind of tired of just being that mediocre, sneaking in the playoffs as the eight, seven, six seed, something like that. Um, I, you know, I, I don't think again, I, I don't think they would fire him. Uh, I think it might be a trade scenario if they ever do break up like that, but. Um, I know there are some a little bit of rumblings there, but it is an amazing fact. And one other thing, just on the on the AFC North, I think this is the first time since like 1932 in the NFL that every team in that in the division has a winning record. Um, and it's pretty amazing when you look at then you know with with Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, all those teams that fight, 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 Cleveland, mm-hmm. um, and uh, for all of them to be in the playoff hunt until last week, really Cincinnati's now out, but in the playoff hunt until last week is pretty you know it says a lot about that division. That is amazing. That really is amazing. Uh, I mean, you can't call it parody, but at the same time, uh, it's pretty remarkable. Uh, what about Joe Flacco? Now, the things that I read about Flacco is that once his season is over, he basically is done. Uh, is that because of Watson, Deshaun Watson, coming back? Or, I mean, good graces. What he's brought to this franchise, I wouldn't think it's almost been a miracle. Yeah, I think he's done with Cleveland. Now, I think he says he wants to try to play another year, you know, just himself. But, yeah, I think he is going to be done with Cleveland because of that contract that they gave Watson um, and it being fully guaranteed. But to think of a guy that's that age was literally sitting at home on his couch for the first half of the season. Nobody wanted him. The Jets got in quarterback trouble. He thought they would come, they would come calling. They didn't. Um, I mean, you look at how he's playing now. 
Think about if the Jets got him and he played that same way, the Jets are probably in the playoffs right now. Mm. Um, and so it, it is truly amazing to see a guy like that come in and, and just have so much command in what he's doing. He had three straight 300-yard games uh, with Cleveland. Um, one of those, my fantasy team lost to a guy playing Joe Flacco, and I never thought I'd say that this year. Um, and so it is, it is truly amazing. Um, and I think you're going to see some teams probably interested in him you know, next year, but I don't think it's going to be with Cleveland. Wow. That's something. That is amazing. That's not even what have you done for me lately, is it? Because he's doing a lot for him lately. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, barring it, I mean, if he takes Cleveland to the Super Bowl or something, then you might have a crazy scenario like the Eagles had a couple years ago. Um, maybe. I don't know what happens then if he takes if he takes Cleveland to the Super Bowl because, again, you've got so much money tied up into Sean Watson that's 100% guaranteed. And Flacco doesn't want to sign just to come in and be the backup. Um, uh, that would be really, really interesting to see what happens if he does take him to the Super Bowl. Is Lamar Jackson the MVP? They say he wrapped it up last weekend with that performance against Miami. Is he the league MVP? I think he is, yeah. I think you're going to see him win his second MVP and uh, based on what he's done. Um, and, you know, Purdy was leading it for a while and, and then uh, had his bad game. Uh, so I do think, yeah, I think you're going to see Lamar Jackson uh, uh, probably win it. So is that getting to be like the Heisman, pretty much, Chris? You've got to be a quarterback in order absolutely. to win it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it. It's. Uh, I hate that, um, both for the Heisman and for the NFL MVP, because there's so many more players that are uh, extremely valuable, extremely good, um, that could win that award. Uh, but I do think, yeah, it's just becoming a, a quarterback award. Whoever has the best uh, season as a quarterback is going to win MVP, um, I feel like. They managed to win this past week. Broke a three-game losing streak, in fact. I'm talking about Kansas City. But they still haven't, in my opinion, uh, Chris, corrected their problems or addressed their problems. Their wide receivers, they might as well be throwing them a greased football out there. They can't hang on. And you can't expect Travis Kelsey, uh, even with Taylor Swift there, cheering him on. You can't expect him to, you know, bail him out every game. What is? I mean, it's to me it of all the so-called non-favorites, Baltimore and whoever else it may be to win it. To me, I would think some of the largest odds has to be with Kansas City. In fact, they're going to have to start on the road in the playoffs for the first time under Mahomes. Yeah, I mean that's a vastly different scenario. We've seen teams having to come into Arrowhead to win the last few years, and that's a very, very tough place to play. So you're exactly right. They're not they're not perfect. They've got a lot of warts, and they're gonna have to do that on the road. Thank goodness for their defense. That's been their only saving grace. All right, Chris, we will talk with you next week. That is Chris Turnage, our NFL agent and guru. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. Hour number three in just one moment. Is your Oaklawn thoroughbred racing action so close you can feel it? Or is it the view from your trackside luxury suite? However you like it, racing season is off and running at Oaklawn with live races every weekend through May 4th. It's fun by the furlong all season long. Make your reservations today.